Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. In advance of the A's Latin and Heritage Night at the Coliseum coming up on September 9th, we're pleased to be joined by Chris Iglesias. He's the CEO of the Unity Council. They promote social equity and improve the quality of life by building vibrant communities for everyone so they can work, thrive, and learn. And that's a, a a significant statement, Chris, as you join us. But to me, it, it boils down to the importance of a vibrant neighborhood and what that means to a community and how the Unity Council has seen that as something that is vital to building out like you have done so well in East Oakland. What does that mean to the Unity Council when you when you see that mission statement? Well, I, you know, I think it means a lot. And first of all, then thank you very much for having, uh, having me on and, um, and really a big shout out to the Oakland Athletics, the Oakland A's for um, uh, being great partners with us. You know, we've been in the Food Vale for um, uh, almost as long, well, about as long as the A's have been in Oakland too, right? Um, we started in 1964 um, and we've really, I think, grown this organization to serve, you know, the folks in, in the community. And, you know, we work with folks starting basically prenatal um, all the way to seniors, right? So cover the whole lifespan. And, and I think, um, you know, we're there as a resource. Um, I think as many folks know, the, the, the food fail is a um, home to, to many immigrants, uh, you know, uh, from not just Mexico, but from uh, South America uh, and you know, other parts of the world. And I think it's a very welcoming place. It's a place where people can come and get, you know, kind of get established. Uh, and it's just been a vital part of, uh, really vi- a vibrant part of uh, Oakland for uh, for decades, and and we're just and just honored to be to do to doing that work. And for me personally, you know, I was born in Oakland, and I think I've been going to A's games since probably about 1970. Um, you know, I was a huge Sal Bando, Joe Rudy, Kepi Kepineras, Dick Green. You know, grew up with all those, uh, watching all those players. So just have a deep uh, deep deep love and respect for the A's and for the organization. Glad to be here today with you. Well, Chris, your organization is growing as well. You've got like a staff of hundreds, two to 300 members of your staff. You've got a multi-million dollar budget. You work so hard on building out communities, affordable housing, senior housing, things of that nature. What does that mean when you go back in those communities and you give them these options and, and what it means for those folks to know that they've got something like this that allows them 
to kind of anchor themselves and feel that they're in a place that they can, as we mentioned before, they can really enjoy and thrive in that community. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is. Um, like you say, you know, we're, we're, I think we actually grew during the pandemic just because of the needs of, of, that we were seeing in the community, especially around food insecurity and housing and uh, employment opportunities. It was really, really challenging time. Um, but, you know, I, I feel that, you know, I've been there now for nine years, but I'm just building on, on what the folks that were there before me, right? And the vision that Arabella, Arabella Martinez had and Gilda Gonzalez, Ignacio de la Fuente, you know, a, a lot of these folks who really put their life and soul into this. And, you know, the, I think the beneficiaries are, are, are the folks in the community that have, have, have these resources. They have a library. They have access to early childhood education. They have access to um, employment opportunities. We have a pretty robust partnership with Oakland Unified School District with our Latino Men and Boys Program and our Latina Mentoring and Achievement Program. We call it LMA. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, there are other communities, you know, in Oakland and around the Bay Area that are, you know, are, I would say much more resourced. So I think, you know, the Unity Council, La Clinica de la Raza, Citizens Fund, a lot of the other organizations that are based in and around Fruitvale, you know, they're kind of, they're scrappers, right? Like the community, and they've found a way to bring in the resources to provide affordable housing, to provide access to healthcare, to provide access to legal services, you know, through Centro Legal. Um, so it, it's a pretty dynamic place to be, to be walking around and just to, you know, to, to see these partnerships and how they've grown over the years, you know, to serve, um, you know, you know, a lot of folks that have, uh, you know, you just made that may need help at the time, right? Um, yeah, and so it's just a, it's, you know, it's an honor to be there and it's an honor to be uh, talking to you, Vince, and, and the A's during Hispanic Heritage Month. And, uh, you know, we're really excited for September 9th. We're playing the, the White Sox, I think. That's correct. All right. Yes. We're ready for them. <laughs> Coming in strong. <laughs> Chris Iglesias joining us, the CEO of the Unity Council. You can see a lot of this information we're discussing, unitycouncil.org is the website. And I think it's important. You kind of touched on it a little bit, Chris. We talk uh, a lot about the Latino community, but you also, you deal in five different languages. You have opportunities to connect with a, with a lot of different folks, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, especially um, a lot of the a lot of the merchants in the area, especially along International Boulevard and Woodville and Woodhill, um, in and around the Transit Village. Um, it's very diverse. It's not just Latino. We have a lot of uh, Asian, you know, Vietnamese businesses, um, uh, um, uh, you know, Arab-speaking folks. So yeah, it's a, it's a really um, we have a diverse workforce, and we have uh, staff on board that you know speak in various languages. You know, to assist whether it's merchants or, or our clients. Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty dynamic place. Can you tell us about the the fruit trail, the front the Fruitvale Transit Village? It opened in two thousand and four. What it was initially, what it has grown into, and how important that is to that community in East Oakland. Yes, I think. I mean, that's you know, the Fruitvale Transit Village is pretty much our signature development, and that was developed under Arabella Martinez. Um, you know, it's just a true visionary. I think um, originally. Um, Art um, wanted to put a massive parking structure um, where the transit village sits today. And they were very blunt about their assessment of why they wanted to put it there. They wanted, basically they said they wanted to protect their commuters from the Fruitvale neighborhood. And, you know, I think back in the late 60s and 70s, 
um, you know, early eighties, you know, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a struggling neighborhood, but you know, for Bart to actually say that was uh, very offensive. And I think, uh, the Unity Council and La Clinica and a lot of other organizations said, no, we, we have other visions for that. And then that's when they came up with this concept of a of a transit village that would have housing, retail, other services, or, you know, nonprofit um, uh, services. And and then they found a way to raise the money and build it. And now it's um, uh, this amazing community asset. Uh, it's home to a, a Rise High School, which is a charter high school. It has about 350 students. Uh, site of our Decalortis Head Start, our biggest Head Start site. It's a, it's a home to um, La Clinica de la Raza, uh, their biggest clinic. Uh, Centro Legal is in there. Uh, our senior center is in there. Assessor Chavez Library is in there. Google Code Next, that's the first place that Google actually went into a community and rented space. And, and they have a, a program that they designed with MIT Media Lab focused on eighth graders because I think most people don't realize that Fruitvale in East Oakland um, it's the densest part of Oakland, and it's where the majority of families live. Most of them being, you know, but Latino. So, um, it's and now we're building, you know, the, the the I guess we call it phase two. We just finished Casa Arabella, which is 94 units of family affordable uh, townhomes uh, in December 2019, and we have a huge, massive project under construction right now called Casa Sueños, which is almost another 200 units of safe, affordable. Uh, housing for uh, for folks it's under construction but right by the bar track it's one bar stop away from the coliseum can you explain the partnership in order to get something like that done what it means for the unity council when you're able to put together these types of projects and how important it is to have uh so many folks involved to make sure that it becomes a reality uh, you're, you're spot on it, these are partnerships we, you know, we tend to done it by ourselves uh, for Casa for Casa Arabella, which is named after our founder Arabella Martinez, who just had her 85th birthday about a month ago, um, partnered with Ibalsi, which is a you know, a local community uh, development partner. Um, I, I just consider that a real Oakland success story because you have two organizations from Oakland coming together, you know, partnering with the city, the county, and the state. Um, we had a local architect with uh, Mike Piatok who designed a beautiful building, a local contractor. Brana Construction, which is, they're literally on 50th, so they're like almost right across the street from the Coliseum. They've been there for about like almost 100 years. Um, yeah, so I just think it's a really true success story to build that. Not to mention uh, the banks involved and state money. And then you know, right now we're we're partnering with Bridge Housing to build the. Uh, it's actually 100 about 185 units uh, of housing, beautiful courtyard, some space for a local nonprofit. Um, you know, again. A big partnership with Bridge Housing, a big partnership with J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, the state uh, Street Strategic Growth Council. So uh, Governor Newsom, who I used to work for, he was mayor of San Francisco. Um, you know, those guys—they're all great partners, and you know, coming together to to um, you know provide this just much-needed housing for for folks in the community. Chris Iglesias joining us in our community spotlight. He's the CEO of of the Unity Council, and again, you could see information at unitycouncil.org. You touched on this before we began the discussion, Chris, and that is you've expanded your, or in the process of expanding your Head Start program and, and moving uh, to even a, a larger facility. How important is that? Um, well, I think it's it's very important. I think especially when you look at the, you know, the population trends and, you know, the um, number of families that live in East Oakland and uh, to be able to provide 
you know, the early childhood education uh, is is really important to us. So, again, we're we're really thankful to all of our partners for the city, you know, the county, the um, you know, the Head Start is basically a federal program. So the, uh, the support that we're getting from the from the federal government on that, um, and you know, not, not only is it we provide you know the Head Start services to to children and their families, but it's also you know it creates a lot of uh, employment opportunities for local residents too. So, you know, we're staffing up right now. We need teachers, we need um, uh, healthcare support, we need administrative support to, you know, to run these centers. So it's also a big economic boost to the, to the area as well. I'm very excited about it, thank you. And when people go to the website, when they go to unitycouncil.org, aside from seeing your story and seeing programs that are available, are there ways that that uh, the community can see a, a potential of becoming a partner with you or, or some somehow some way getting involved in the various programs that you've got going on on a daily basis yeah I mean um, we always have you know volunteer opportunities um, you know employment opportunities if, if that what they're looking for um, obviously um, sponsors or you know financial partners are, are great because um, you know it's a big organization but you know we always tend to have gaps in certain program so if folks you know would like to make an investment or a donation of course that's always welcomed um but yeah we, we, we try to make the website as you know user-friendly as possible to to get information um and, and then we need you know d- volunteers for for different events that we have coming up as well chris october 30th is a, a big day in in latino culture uh, dia de los muertos day of the dead and people put up home altars uh, honoring those in their families that are no longer with us my wife did that for the very first time for us in phoenix uh, just what does that day mean that event coming up and how you can help continue to tie everybody together on october 30th yeah man thank you thank you for asking um but that is uh definitely one of our back to the largest event that we that we uh, produce every year uh, in partnership with the city in partnership with Councilmember Noel Gallo um, this is at the 27th annual um, Dia de los Muertos here in, in Fruitvale and you know I think what turned into um, a day that we were just really trying to, um, to highlight a lot of the local merchants and the culture and the beauty of Fruitvale you know 27 years ago has just grown into you know, I think probably one of the largest um Dia events in the state, so you know we're, we're going to be expecting close to a hundred thousand people coming through the food bill that day. It's from ten to five. Um, we close International Boulevard from Fruitvale Avenue all the way to I think Forty Second, and then all the surrounding streets. Um, we bring in you know uh, some t- top music um, from Mexico and, and around California, and it and then we also. Uh, we invest heavily in local artists who build the altares, the, the altars that you mentioned. Um, so it's deep, I think deep cultural um, event. It's a it's a free event. It's a it's a family event, um, and it's also a big economic day for the Fruitvale and for the numerous you know, businesses and merchants that are along International and throughout the Fruitvale Transit Village. Um, so we're really excited, and it's also I think you know as we're coming out of the pandemic, hopefully. They'll, they'll also be, you know, partnerships with Kaiser, UCSF, La Clinica, uh, where people can still get vaccinated, they can still get tested. So there's there's still a big emphasis on health. Um, and, 
you know, the theme of this year is, you know, is uh, honoring our essential workers who, you know, I think as everybody knows, really kept the economy going during the past two years. Um, and, you know, we want to give a, we want to thank them. We want to recognize them and highlight them. And so that's what the theme is going to be this year. Uh, we have a beautiful poster. Uh, I think the A's are probably the first, uh, one of our first sponsors. So you guys are front and center on that poster. Um, and yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and it's just, it's just really a, a beautiful day. If you come out and join us, please do. Chris, when people see the things that are involved with the Unity Council, you mentioned the early childhood education. There's mentorship for uh, young young people. There's employment opportunities. There's career readiness training. There's housing. You deal with senior citizens. Uh, the what I'm trying to get to is that you have a you, know, you have a large staff, but that staff is hard at work. And here's an opportunity for you to kind of uh, recognize what they're doing on a daily basis out there on the front lines to make sure that. The Unity Council can continue uh, the things that are so important uh, to the community that that they get involved with. Yeah, I uh, I just can't I just can't say enough about our staff. Um, you know, especially the way that they responded over the past two years, right? Um, I think they they saw immediately, like literally, probably within hours after the um, shelter in place was was put in order back in you know March 2020. Um, the, the acute needs for food, you know, because I think on a daily basis, we were probably serving, you know, over 1,500, uh, we were probably feeding, you know, 1,500 people a day just through Head Start, through the school-based programs, through the senior, through the senior center, and all of a sudden that goes away immediately, right? Um, and, you know, how do we mobilize, how do we partner with the city and the county to start basically just, just doing like the, you know, getting food to people and getting rent relief you know, a lot of the folks that we work with, um, they don't have a legal status, so they're not eligible for certain uh, programs. And how do you, how do you do that? And how do we keep our staff safe who aren't going home and are basically supporting the essential workers? Uh, you know, during that time, and and we found a way to do that. We found a way to be safe, um, and and really like you know never to kind of I always say we never left our post. We stayed there. We continue to serve the community so and and that was our staff and it, it was really a, an amazing thing to see and to watch and to be part of um uh so yeah i have just oh, just a huge amount just huge respect for for our, uh, our staff and our team and our leadership here at the organization well again another reminder september 9th the a's and the white Sox, latin heritage uh hispanic heritage night at the coliseum part of the you know hispanic heritage month in the month of September, October 30th, uh, De Los Muertos in the, the Fruitvale District, and Chris Iglesias, the CEO of the Unity Council, has been joining us in our community spotlight. It's it's a powerful organization, Chris. You guys are, like you said, on the front lines and, and working every day, and it's in, so encouraging to see that you've been able to put these things together. To, as you say, you try to build a vibrant community, and you're doing so with housing and so many other services. It's, it's a credit to those uh, at the Unity Council that continue to do this work on a day-in, a day-out basis, and we can't thank you enough for joining us in our community spotlight. And, and thank you very much for having us. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, and go A's. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 